One thing is true about the area around Golden Meadow Baptist Church is there always seems to be some sort of disaster or crisis, whether it's a hurricane or a flood or an economic reversal because of the change in oil prices or even an oil rig sinking in the Gulf of Mexico. There is always something that is hold, holding tension for the people in Golden Meadow area. That's why it's so inspiring to hear from Matt Schwest, who serves tirelessly alongside the people, meeting needs, helping to build trust, to connect people to the gospel and connect people to the local church. You'll enjoy hearing Dis Cajun talk about that ministry. Enjoy today. Well, it's so good to have Matt Schwest with us today. This is our inaugural Three Questions in a Story video story. Hopefully, will inspire others to be about the work of ministry. Matt, it's so good to have you with us today, and um, I'm excited to hear a little bit about your story. Matt, tell us a little bit more about who you are, your family, and, and maybe how you came to know the Lord and came to be the pastor here. Well, back in 86, uh, I, I got saved hearing a devotion in this gym that we're sitting in mm -hmm. on a Friday night. And um, since then, I had a sense of God's call in my life. And I'm from here. I went to school here. I grew up here with my bike to school. And uh, I ended up getting married here in this church. Uh, and uh, so it, it's a lot more than just uh, pastoring a church that I, I'm coming into. It's, it's, it's my people I've grown up with. And, and you talk just like them, Dad. <laughs> I talk just like my people, amen. That's right. And you're married to? Bernadette. And you have one son, you said? Yes, Matthew Jr. Mm -hmm. Well, great. And how long have you been the pastor at Golden Meadow Baptist Church? It'll be five years in July. Wow, that's great. Yes, that's sir. great. So so apart from pastoring the church, what do you do in compassion ministry? I've seen the closing closet and the food ministry. Tell us a little bit about what you do to engage the community. Well, we, we actually... There's nothing that stops us from doing anything possible. We, mm -hmm. uh, we want to meet people where they are, as James tells us, to clothe them and, and look out for their needs and shelter them if, if need be. And then they'll listen. The goal is to reach them with the gospel. And uh, so uh, last year when COVID hit, it, uh, it hit home for us. And there was a lot of loneliness uh, within two or three weeks of the of the, the pandemic, and uh, so we decided as a church to, to reach out to our community, and we began to uh, plan to cook meals, and we cook meals uh, once a week, uh, starting with about 600 up to about 1,200. Wow. Yeah, and we brought food to the hospitals, first responders, mm -hmm. our local sheriff's department, our town hall. And, <laughs> uh, so you became friends dialysis. with everybody in the community, Absolutely. Huh? And, and it gave them an opportunity to get out. They were safely in their cars with the mask on, and we were out with our mask, and we were able to hand mm -hmm. them a meal. And it just gave them an opportunity to, um, to get out, and it gave us an opportunity to share. And, and those folks would share their burdens, and we was able to pray with them. And it just had a big impact on their lives that we cared enough to do something you know, to share the love of Christ with them. I'm sure that was so meaningful for so many people. Now, that's not the only thing you did and you continue to do with a clothing closet and a regular distribution of food from Second Harvest. Tell us a little bit about how that works. Well, we do our food closet uh, like twice a week, but we also do it on the day we do our Second Harvest food bank. Okay. That way the folks are already here and they can get their food and then they can also get some clothing and whatever they may need. Mm -hmm. And we also have an emergency food uh closet. If someone needs food at 24 hours a day, we're open 
uh, where our phones uh, come straight to our cell phones, so the church is always open and available for our, uh, anybody that needs us for food or just hospital uh, prayer, um, whatever it may be. And mm-hmm. we do funeral ministry. We do, we'll do services for anyone. We bless them with, with a meal for the family uh, after each service uh, that we do. Mm-hmm. And we look at everything that we do as a privilege to mm-hmm. serve the Lord, and it, it, I know it blesses the folks. And uh, it's just because we want them to know the, we don't want them to know Christ. That's yeah. the bottom line. Mm-hmm. So the, the third question is the why question. Why do you do all this? Why do you do? What's your passion? Uh, just the love of Christ within me makes me love people, and, mm-hmm. and I, I just you know in this this culture you know there's a there's up and downs of the seafood industry. Winter time is not so good, and there's folks that get on hard times and so we're able to meet them there and same with all field fluctuating but uh i just do it because i love people genuinely mm-hmm. and I, I it breaks my heart to see anyone hurting you know or in need and, and you know the scripture's clear you know when when you when your brethren are hurting you know we ought to weep with those who weep you mm-hmm. know and be joyful with those who are joyous and mm-hmm. you know be glad with those who are glad and so on so it's just who who I am, and and my wife is she's she she's the blessing here. She's mm-hmm. the one that makes me who I am because right. she's she's right there. She's my greatest support, and uh, she's always there. And um, I love her to death. Without her, I, I wouldn't be much of anything. Yeah, or that is so true of all of us. So earlier, you were telling me a story of uh, kind of is describes how the ministry works. Maybe you could just share that with somebody from another church that had a need or Yeah, well, uh, well, there was another church locally that gave us a call and said that there was a, a woman in need for some food and, and a mattress. And I'm like, well, fine, we'll, we'll take care of it. So we went and got her a mattress and we brought her some food and was able to share the gospel with her. And I thought that was neat, you know. Uh, they missed their opportunities. I'll look <laughs> at it, well, you know, but... Uh, we pray for all people and, and, you know, all our churches. And it's all about winning souls for Christ. Right. And whatever we got to do, we'll do our best to, to make it happen. Well, that's a very inspiring uh, story. And I know that everybody who watches this will uh, sense your passion for people and the message of the gospel. And we want to thank you, Matt, for serving at Golden Meadow Baptist Church way, way down in the south part of Louisiana. And um, I know that by hearing your story, others may be encouraged uh, to get involved in compassion ministry, help their community in need for the sake of the gospel as well. So thank you again, and God bless. Thank you. Well, I hope you've been encouraged by this episode today, and maybe even inspired to get involved in compassion ministry in some way. If you'd like to know more about how to do compassion ministry from what you've heard today or from any other idea, Certainly contact us through our website or my personal contact information and we'll help you get started in your compassion ministry. See you next time.